0: For a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On the Clock Radio. Funny as hell. And they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On the Clock Radio with Raul Lescano. Raul Lescano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. shit, then it big as the, big as the what, big as the what, big as the what, big, as the, big as the Super Bowl, but the difference is, it's just two guys playing shit that they did in the studio, niggas usually send their verses back to me, and they be terrible, just like a two-year-old, I love a dinner with some fine women, when they start debating about who the go. I'm like, go ahead, say it then, who the go? who the gold? Going on like, the clock, fans, man. Amazing. It is January 29th, man. And what a Sunday we had with the AFC Championship. And the NFC Championship We gotta we got talk about it, man We ain't gonna spend a long time But I got some stuff I gotta get off my chest, man So you know what time it is You know what the deal is It's time to get on the clock, man Let's go It's the Super Bowl What? Go ahead, Drake Let them know, Drake Let them know, J. Cole What's up, man? I'm naming the album to fall off It's pretty ironic Cause it ain't no follow for me Still in this biscuit and bigger They waiting on the kid To come drop like a father to be Love when they argue The hardest MC Is it Kate Dottis? me? like we started But right now I feel like Yeah, Whoa, 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 what's going on, man? It's just fitting to have J. Cole and Drake You know what I'm talking about, man Let them know it's a Super Bowl It's a Super Bowl It's a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl. <laughs> What's going on, Tampa, man? It is a cold, cold Monday, man And it's cold for them teams that lost last their day I don't know where you guys were or gals Wherever place you may be But if you weren't with, if you were not watching the football game yesterday, you were insane not to watch it. You were insane not to be around it. It was crazy yesterday. The only thing I have to say, man, I mean, first of all, shout out to both, you know, all four teams, man. You know, the Chiefs, the Ravens, Lions, the 49ers. You did get to see some good football. And then you did get to see some bad plays execution-wise. And, you know, Monday morning is going to be who do we blame? Who do we blame for the loss? Who do we award for the win? I'm going to start with the Chiefs and the Ravens, man. That was the first game of the day yesterday, anyhow. So let's just get through it, man. Look, Patrick Mahomes is good for a reason. Now, Monday morning, they're going to talk about how great of a GOAT he is. All week long, leading up for these two weeks into the Super Bowl, they're going to say how much Patrick Mahomes is a GOAT. And I'm, I'm sorry to tell you, man, they're, they're, they're freaking right, man. Since this young man came into the league in 2017, he's been in the league since 2017. That's seven years, if you know, you want to count this, seven years, right? He didn't get to start his first year, but since he's a starter, he's been in six AFC championships. He's going to his fourth Super Bowl in, six, in seven seasons. Who else did that? Who else does that remind you of? Reminds me of one guy, old Tom Brady. That's who it reminds me of. And Patrick Mahomes is doing the same thing, man. He played just a little bit better yesterday than Lamar Jackson had to. He just played a little bit better. I mean, the final score was 17-10. It wasn't like it was a, a big blowout. It was a battle between two good defenses. But there was a lot of misplays that I, that I feel like Lamar should have took advantage of that he didn't. He just didn't take advantage of it, man. And then I, I feel like that's, that's the kicker. We, we spent all years since Lamar Jackson got into the league in 2018, a year after Patrick Mahomes, since he's got in the league, we kept saying how much if he's not a passer. He's not a passer. He's not a passer. So what, have, what does he do all season, off season? He works on it. He works on it. He works on it. We keep saying he's just a runner. He's just a runner. He's just a runner. And I feel like you, analyst, I feel like you're the one that crippled him yesterday. I feel like you're the one that crippled their coaches because all Lamar Jackson had to do yesterday was run. That's all he had to do yesterday. There were so many times that, that the Chiefs went, man, that he's, he's the, the final factor. He's the one that's got to get loose. Now, I will say this on a couple of those dropbacks. uh, If I was the Baltimore Ravens, I'm waking up to go ahead and and let one individual know that he will not be back, and that's Justice Hill. Justice Hill, number 43, will not be back with the Ravens if if I was the owner and the coach. He would not be back because there's about four or five times he left Lamar hanging out there. He just left him hanging out there with those whiffed blocks. If you don't believe me, go look at all the sacks. Tell me 43's in the game or not. And then tell me what kind of blocking shit is that? I ain't never seen nothing like that. I've only seen it on the youth football level. I mean, it was terrible. It was really, really bad you, when you see these whiff blocks. This guy would rather catch passes than go out there and block for his guy. The offensive lineman didn't let Lamar down. 43 did, Justice Hill. And if, if, if we're waking up right now, just letting him know, hey, thank you for your service, thank you for everything you did for us, but watch the Baltimore Ravens, we were releasing you this morning. He'd have to go immediately. Immediately, because he left his guy hanging there. I don't even know why he was in the game during those times. After two times, I know some people are like one. Nah, well, one, you know, you can you can say a mistake. After two times, nah, bro, you're not playing no more. You gotta get out of here. But Lamar Jackson, I mean, it, it, 272 yards. You know, average throwing was 7.4 yards. I mean, one interception yesterday, one touchdown. It was a long, long day, man. I mean, we're still gonna talk about where I. You know, Isaiah likely was in the back of the end zone covered by three, three chiefs. Why did he throw it? You know, it, There's a lot of plays where I, I just saw where um, he should have just ran the football. He should have got up out of there. But, again, you guys got this man thinking that he shouldn't use his legs, and that, that's, that's far from it. All I saw from the quarterbacks yesterday, were, with the exception of Jared Goff, with that amazing offensive line, was Patrick Mahomes ran for it when he had to. Brock Purdy definitely ran it when he had to yesterday. Lamar Jackson should have ran it when he had to, but we got it, We got in his head that he's, a, he's just a passer. That's all he's got to do. That, that's all he's got to do. He just got to pass. 37 attempts yesterday. He completed 20 of them. We just went to a throwing frenzy yesterday. In Baltimore, you got away from your identity. You got away from who you are. You're a running team, man. You're just a running team, and it's okay. It's fine to be a running team. You, you, the game was never out of reach. I mean, hell, you were tied 7-7 the first quarter. When you're down 10-7, you're, you're fine. Run the football, man. Run the ball. You're, you're okay. I, I didn't feel like the Chiefs were killing you guys. The read option definitely was killing you. That power play on, on, on third and one, fourth and one, whatever it was, where Lamar broke for a good like, 25, 30 yards, I mean, that's – you're fine. Go ahead and do that stuff, man. Lamar Jackson was the X Factor, and you guys got this man thinking he shouldn't use his legs. Well, Lamar, I'm going to tell you now, in the offseason, man, learn to use both, bro. Learn to use both. You're fine, man. You're fine, my guy. Don't listen to these guys. You can can knock this out, man. You can. So go in the offseason knowing when, you know, when it's man coverage and you got nothing, take off, man. Because there's a lot of times you just sat back there. You had plenty of time. Take off, man. Just take off. You're fine. Eight carries yesterday for Lamar Jackson, 54 yards. I wonder if it's 16 carries, how many yards he has. It's, It's a different ball game. I do, feel, I do feel offensively you guys should have gotten Nelson Aguilar and Odell Beckham a little bit, you know, involved sooner than later. You did later. I will tell you also this. You're Mark Andrews who came back. God bless him. You know, it's always good to see somebody come back from injury. He should not have been in the fucking game. He should not have been. The, if you're going to put Mark Andrews in the game, run the football. If you want to throw to a tight end, put Isaiah Likely. You guys got to be smart. You got to do it like with the Patriots, when, you know, God bless the dead, but you got to do it like the Patriots did when Aaron Hernandez and Gronk were in the game. Who do you cover? What do you do? Hell, you didn't even have three tight end sets, man. That that really would have killed them. But Mark, An- but Mark Andrews, I'm sorry, is is a it, he's he's slow. He's a little bit slower, and that's okay. Not all tight ends are supposed to be fast, but I'm okay with Mark Andrews being covered one on one with with a linebacker because I know he ain't gonna get loose like that. I'm more scared of Isaiah Likely. Than I am Mark Andrews. Just say, not to say Mark Andrews is a bad tight end, but Isaiah likely really proved himself when, when Andrews was gone. And I, the offense moves a little bit faster when he's in there. He's just a little bit, you know, less, less, less weight on that guy. But man, Baltimore, you know, you, you had him in your graph. 17 10 is nothing to bat your eye at. You're, you're, you're about three or four plays away from, from really doing it. I really feel Justice Hill let you down. Um, he, he just, God damn. When you look at those blocks, man, you're gonna you're gonna see what I'm talking about. As a coach, as a, as a I, you just you just cannot believe that that happened, and that's a good lesson for all you kids that want to play freaking running back. It ain't about just how you get loose between them, between the tackles. You got to be able to block, man, when you need to. When you need to block, you need to block, and you need to engage. Not throw these whiff blocks with your shoulder and that guy that's coming on a blitz, man. You think he you think that's gonna slow him down? Hell, I saw, I saw Justice try to take people's legs out, and, and he still whiffed and missed. They saw a film on you, bro. They knew what you were going to do. They knew how trash you were, pass blocking. But yet, you're in the fucking game, the game that matters the most, and you, this is where you got to give up your body. You made a business decision. You made a business decision. Maybe you're not, Maybe you weren't going to be in Baltimore next year anyway. Maybe you already knew that. But you made a business decision. You didn't help my boy Lamar Jackson out when he needed to, when he needed to pick up these first downs. He, you, didn't, you didn't help shit. And for all the coaches that saw that on the sideline with your iPads or your Microsoft pads or whatever it was, you see that he whiffed those goddamn blocks five times. It wasn't just one. It wasn't just two. It was like five times this guy whiffed the block. Why the fuck is he in the game after two times? Get him out of there. He screwed the pooch, man. He screwed the pooch on that. That's just, that's just me. The, the defense, I mean, what do you want them to do? To hold the Kansas City Chiefs 17 points? I mean, they, they bended. They didn't break. You know what I mean? They they, they shut them out in the, in the second half, man. The Chiefs didn't score in the second half. In the third and fourth quarter, they did not even get into striking distance to kick a field goal. The Ravens did their shit. Your offense let them down. Offense let them down. You guys had multiple possessions that you could have did stuff with. And, again, it goes back to all those contributing factors. You're not blocking long enough. Lamar holding the ball too long. It, it's a contributing factor. I don't know if we're running 15 to 20-yard routes. I don't know why we're doing that. Zay Flowers, Odell Beckham, Aguilar, they're, they're killing them on crossing routes. Keep fucking killing them. You, you, but again, you're a running team. You pass 37 times, okay. You got to live and die with what you, what you choose. You live and die with what you choose. Because the second most receptions on your team yesterday was Justice Hill. The first one was Zay Flowers of five. Justice Hill had four. Odell had three. Why? Nelson Aguilar had one for 39 yards. Why is Justice Hill getting more receptions? I know he's a checkdown guy. I get that. We we, we got to do a better ball, better job spreading the ball out and and feeding guys that are that are athletes that could take it 90 yards. You know, it, it is what it is. On the other side of the coin, Kansas Kansas City Chiefs did what they had to do. They didn't have to overexert themselves. I mean, l- listen to these numbers with, with Patrick Mahomes. I just told you, Lamar Jackson was 20 for 37, 272 yards. All right, well, Patrick Mahomes was 30 for 39, 241 yards. You're saying, well, Lamar had more yards. That's, that's great. Who was more efficient? Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, just more, he just did what he was supposed to do. He had a quarter QBR rating of 91.1. Lamar had 42.9. And again, not that Lamar is not a a good passer, man. He is, but one, he didn't have enough time in the pocket because of Justice Hill. I'm going to hammer that home. I'm going to kick that dead horse every day. He didn't have enough time for this guy. We called too many deep routes. He underestimated the corners and DBs for Kansas City. It is what it is. It is what it is. Travis Kelsey had a monster day yesterday. 11 receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, he had a monster day. Or she Rice, eight, eight receptions, forty six yards. But those forty six yards, they were beautiful. They moved they were chain moving yards. He did, I mean, fantastic. Pachenko, I mean, no, he didn't break out no big yards, whatever. Twenty four carries, sixty eight yards. That defense did what they're supposed to do, but yet he had one rushing touchdown when he needed to, and he did his job. Patrick Mahomes ran when he had to, six carries, fifteen yards. He had he he went and got first downs when he needed to. He he did he had enough time to do it. And you can't give enough praise to this young man. I mean to be in, in, in four Super Bowls before the age of 30. I mean, damn. Damn. He's been in the last six AFC championships you've seen Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs in. Whether they won it or not, you've seen the AFC championships. He's been in six of them, bro. Six of them. Travis Kelsey showed up, and I know we're going to sit there and say nobody wants to see Taylor Swift and all this other stuff. And but, I mean, let, let's, let's just be honest, man. Before the game, Travis Kelsey was ready to go. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes are ready to go. They had Justin Tucker warming up, and I know people tell me, oh, it's, it's a tradition. Okay, okay, yeah, I get the tradition. I get it, I get it, I get it. You shouldn't be down on the other team's end, you know what I'm saying? And, and if you think, oh, they're not going to mess with you, you're wrong. I don't, I don't even, I'm not even mad at what Mahomes and, and Kelsey did. For those of you that didn't see the pregame, but during the warm-ups, Kelsey and, and the quarterbacks and the receivers were all down on, the goal, on their own goal line warming up. Down there on the two yard line is Justin Tucker, the kicker for the Baltimore Ravens, stretching and warming up, and he's he's figuring he's going to kick field goals on their side of the fifty down by the goal line and kick field goals. Everybody telling me it's tradition. It's tradition to be an asshole because I'm 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 doing the same thing Kelsey and and, and uh, Mahomes did. They went ahead and grabbed this man's helmet and kicking balls and threw him to the back of the end zone. His little stick that holds the ball up, so he can kick the field goals. He they threw that thing. They, yeah, don't come down here and kick. If you want to kick, go down at your end. Every oh, it's tradition to do it. This is home. It's his field. No, it ain't his field. It, it, I know he plays there. But during warm-ups, you give up that 50. They tell you stay on this side of the 50. You've been doing that since high school and college. You're only going down there to mess with people. And all you did was fuel them up even more. All you did was tuck, tug on uh, uh, Superman's cape. That's all you did. You tugged on Superman's cape and look what he did to you. Came in there and kicked your ass. And this goes for all you teams, all you, all you uh, fans of your football teams, whether you're a cowboy, an eagle, or dolphin, or whoever, Bills. If you're a good football team, man, you go to somebody else's house and you beat them. You don't care where you play. You don't give a shit where you play. You play them in a phone booth if you could. It doesn't even matter. You just go and play. And the Chiefs showed you that. They went into the Bills' mafia house getting snowballs thrown out and they beat them. Josh Allen, three years in a row. He can't get over over the hump with Patrick Mahomes then. Went over there and beat them boys pretty good. Buffalo Mafia shoveled snow for three days just to get whooped. And then here you come. They go, now, where we got to go next? Baltimore? Not a problem. Go up there. We'll we'll go and show You got Ray Lewis here? That's beautiful. Oh, Terrell Suggs made an appearance? That's beautiful. Doesn't matter. We're going to win. Oh, you want to come mess with us down here on the goal line? Kick footballs in front of us like we're not sitting here? Oh, you want to talk on Superman's cape? Bet. Okay, well, here's it. Here's it. I'm going to go in your house. I'm going to rearrange your furniture, and I'm going to take your last big piece of chicken out the refrigerator. Like, they, they went in there and took what they wanted. It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Good football teams do that. Good football teams do that, and the Chiefs are moving on to be in their fourth Super Bowl with Patrick Mahomes and the gang, and God bless Andy Reid. God bless those guys for doing what they – I mean, it, it's just amazing. You can't, you can't knock it, man, even if you're not a Chiefs fan. Even if you're not a Chiefs fan, you're just like, yeah, they did, they did pretty, pretty damn good, man. There's nothing you can do about that. You can't be mad about that. Now, going over to, to the team that we all, I mean, it was, there was a hefty, hefty fan base for. The NFC Championship was played yesterday in San Francisco. Detroit Lions versus San Francisco, and I was excited about this game. Man, I was excited, and it, and it, did, not disap- it did not disappoint, man. This game doesn't owe me anything. It doesn't, man. The only thing I have to criticize about this game, well, a couple things I have to criticize about this game. Let, let's talk about Jared Goff, okay? 41 attempts, all right, completed 25. He went 25 for 41, 273 yards, had a QBR rating of 59.9. Now, this this. is this, I know you hear the 41 attempts, and you're like, ah, they threw the ball away. Yeah, they threw the ball a lot, but that's their offense. What I'm going to say is those receivers – you made your quarterback look really bad. He hit you in the numbers. He hit you in the hands, and you guys dropped. I don't know how many drops they had. I, I wonder if I can look that up and see how many drops they these guys had yesterday. I mean, they they dropped the ball like it was like it was something out of the oven. Can't blame that on Jared Goff. He's putting the football right on these guys. You you make millions of dollars. Catch the football, man. Catch the football. Moves drives now. Detroit jumped on these boys early in the first quarter, 14-0. It was, I mean, I was excited. I mean, I was excited watching this. I'm sitting there going like, you, you got to be kidding me. Detroit, no, Detroit finna jump on them like this. But if you watch Detroit Lions, usually when they jump on people, they, there's, there's a what we call the cooling period. And if they didn't cool down, they'd be okay. And I'm thinking, I was like, man, okay, 14-0, here we go. Them, them boys scored another 10 points in the second quarter. Made it 24-7 to at halftime. Twenty-four to seven at halftime. Now, during that time, I, I didn't agree with Dan Campbell on a couple things. And he's a coach in the NFL. I'm not. You know, I I don't know the analytics. I don't know the the statistics of doing it or not. But I know and I could tell by watching him on hard knocks, seeing him in his media conferences, I could tell this man's a dog. And he understands when your foot's on their, when you put your foot on their neck, you don't give them air. There was a situation where it was fourth and goal, I think, from the two yard line. Or three-yard line, he decided to kick a field goal. Now, in that instance, I'm not – I'm not. if we're fourth and two, fourth and one, you, you got to try to punch this in, man. Yeah, you give. okay, you don't get the points, but in San Francisco gets on the two-yard line. I'm, I'm willing to take that risk. I'm willing to take – I'm not kicking a field goal. And I'm not saying this after the fact. I'm saying this during the game. Why are you bringing the field goal unit? Don't bring the field goal unit. Leave the offense out there. Punch this. Punch this ball in, man. Punch this fucking ball in because that was the difference of the game, man. If you come out of there 28-7 to seven at halftime, you win by two points. I mean, to me, you should you have just went for that. You should have went for the touchdown. Now, on the back end of that, in the fourth quarter, you decided to go for it on fourth and two. And I'm screaming, no, no, now kick the field goal. <laughs> no, 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 now kick the field goal. Take the points because this, this is late in the game. You, you ain't got the time for this now. So you can make up for it in the second quarter, first quarter. You can make up for that time. You still got two other quarters. It's, it's third, fourth quarter. No, no, no. Take the points. Take whatever you got because it, it's 34-34 at the end of the day, and now we're playing for overtime. Take the three points, but you, didn't, you weren't able to complete on fourth down and turnover on downs, and here comes San Francisco. David Montgomery, I thought he had a great day, 15 carries, 93 yards. Uh, Gibbs. Tough day for that young man, but he, he's, you know, decent day. 12 carries, 45 yards and a touchdown. Him and McGarvey uh, with a touchdown. Um, also, Jameson Williams, touchdown. One carry, 42 yards, touchdown. I mean, your run game dude, was, was, was there. Your receivers had to catch footballs, extended drives. Maybe a difference of opinion on coaching, but I, I I'm not saying Dan Campbell's a bad coach or nothing like that. I respect that, man. I love how he coaches. And if he, he makes the call during that time and I'm a player or even a coach, hey man, I go with what my leader wants. And I'm I'm okay with that. I live and die with what the coach wants. Looking back on it this today, this morning, yeah, he's probably he's probably biting himself. He's probably biting himself and, and wondering he, sh- he should just push for it. I wonder if anybody on the Lions team pushed for it to say, yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Because they should have. You definitely should have, man. You definitely should have. I, I, I'm and again, it, Lions. What a great season! What a tremendous, tremendous season! We're all behind you guys. I know you guys are gonna be come back better than ever next year. Um, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. I know you guys will. It was a great season, uh, Jared Goff. You, they're gonna make a, they're gonna put a statue out there for you. You and Barry Sanders, they're gonna put a statue. Keep doing what you're doing, Jared Goff. Keep what you're doing, Dan Campbell. It, it was great to watch. On the other side of the coin, you got San Francisco 49ers. Brock Purdy and the boys, and, and I'm going to tell you what, it was a rocky start. You know, it was, it was looking at like, a, how can I compare, like maybe like a heavyweight fight. Like a heavyweight fight, you, you got you to gotta feel this game out. You got to feel this game out. And I, and I saw George Kittle at the end of the game talk about momentum. He's absolutely right, man. Momentum is, is, a, is a hell of a thing, man. It's almost like quicksand. You know, if you're the other team and, and your opposing team has momentum and you're going, well, you're going to feel like you're in quicksand. And that's probably what Detroit felt like there in the third quarter. Because in that third quarter, that's when San Francisco just woke up and threw up 17 points in the third quarter alone. Detroit was unable to score any points in the third quarter. And in the fourth quarter, Detroit did score one touchdown, but San Francisco put up 10 more points, man, just to win the game, edge it out, and made it 34-31 winning the football game at home. And shout out to Brock Purdy. I mean, what, what else can you what, – what does this man have to do? I mean, other than win the Super Bowl probably – he went twenty for thirty-one, two hundred sixty-seven yards, had a QBR rating of eighty-eight point one. He just played a little bit better than Jared Goff. And again, Jared Goff's QBR rating and, and completions attempts is only because his receivers couldn't make catches. Brock Purdy's boys, they made catches. Debo Samuel, they made catches. I mean, they they did what was supposed to. Christian McCaffrey was was amazing to watch yesterday. Amazing to watch. He ran tough, hard. I mean, he, I mean. <sighs> Gardner, uh, God bless you, man. <laughs> Everybody's gonna talk about the stiff arm. Everybody's gonna talk about CJ Gardner Johnson just getting stiff by Christian Caffrey up the sideline. It was it was it was pretty fun to watch. Not to lie to you talk a lot of shit, better back it up. Should have went for that man's legs. Um, but Brock Purdy, I mean Brock Purdy had a run when he had two It's also and it's not a it's not a an amazing statistic. You know, he five carries for forty eight yards, but those forty eight yards they they meant the world for first downs, uh, keeping the chains, moving Debo. Sammy had a couple carries, three yard, three carries, seven yards. But, you know, those were jet sweeps that just couldn't get out, couldn't get off, couldn't work very well. But he was the leading receptionist yesterday, eight receptions, 89 yards. And then San Francisco is punching their ticket into the game. I mean, that's probably one of the uh, the better games I've seen Shanahan call plays on to come back and win the game. Um, he, 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 he let Brock Purdy loose a little bit. Now, in the first half, again, in the first half, San Francisco just – did not look like San Francisco. Only put up seven points in the first half, and that came in the second quarter. Like, those guys, those guys, did, you know, it just looked uneasy. They looked like they were just worried a little bit. And it's a complete 180. I mean, it flipped. Detroit can't score, and all Detro- all San Francisco doing is scoring. But Brock Purdy is the truth, man. Brock Purdy is the truth. You guys don't give enough credit to him. These, these analysts, these, you know, um New-age media guys, you know what I'm saying, even the old heads. I mean, they, they just don't give that kid enough flowers when, it's, when it comes to him winning football games, and that's what he did. He won football. He found a way to win a football game. He just found a way to win a football game. Um, and they were just a little bit better than Detroit was. It wasn't, it wasn't like they dominated the whole game. They were just a little bit better than Detroit. And remember, man, this is 60 minutes. This is a 60-minute football game. You can't play 48 minutes. You can't play 52 minutes. Hell, you can't play 59 minutes. You got to play 60 minutes of football. And be ready to go for another another 10, 15 minutes if, if necessary in an overtime. You gotta be able to. You gotta play able to play five quarter football. Um, not just four quarters. You gotta be able to play five. I know somewhere in the car somebody's confused by that. But it 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 you know what I'm saying. You gotta be able to play four and more. You got to. And San Francisco clearly, clearly showed that, man. Kittle showed up big when he needed to. Debo showed up big when he needed to, McCaffrey showed up big when he needed to. I mean, this is just a list of stars, a one-handed catch. Uh, uh by Juwan Jennings yesterday. I mean, even though it was for eight yards, it was still still a great catch, one handed going up and grabbing it. Um, but Brock Purdy did what he had to do, work the pocket when he saw it was man and nothing was there, he took off immediately. He didn't even wait for it. And that was the difference. And I'm not saying Brock Purdy's slow or nothing, but he, he you know, he looked like he was moving yesterday a little bit. You know, fear has a tendency to do that when three hundred pound linemen are coming after you. So he it, it's tended to it's tended to put a little bit of motivation in your footwork. Put a little bit a little, little bit more. But Brock probably did what he had to do. He played better than what he had to play. And, and you know, people are going to wake up this morning and, and, and they're going to blame, you know, Jared Goff for this, and Jared Goff for that. I, I really don't. You look at that football game. Anybody, any, anybody that really knows football, you know, that not talking from their heart. I'm talking about sat down and watched the game. You, you know who it was. I mean, St. Brown in the first half was, was just going off. And in the second half, he got cold. They didn't really get him the ball. And when they did get him the ball, he had two drop passes that were major, major drop passes for first downs. Major. Um, same thing with Jameson Williams. I mean, they, they, these guys, they just drop footballs, man, they're, and they're drive killers, and, and Dan Campbell ain't going to say because he loves all of them, and I, and, and I rightfully so as a head coach, but those guys let, let draw, uh, golf down, and, and he, he did play well, but not just good enough. But those 49ers, man, and I'm sure I'm sure it's, it's heavily favored for those guys. Let me, let me look up this spread here. This spread is what? 47 and a half going San Francisco's way? Man. Man, San Francisco does have a lot of weapons, and, and they do score. I mean, it's probably Chiefs or not. You know, Chiefs just don't score enough. Um, but, again, that Baltimore defense was amazing. I mean, it really was. I mean, they, they were flying around to the football. So, they got 47 and a half for the over-under. That's going to be tough, man. I don't know. I don't know if Frisco I – I mean, I don't know if KC can, can throw up points like that. Hopefully, they can. Hopefully, they just light them up. I mean, Jared Goff did. Jared Goff lit them up. Not to say that he's not a good quarterback, it's just, Jesus, he lit them boys up. He really did. I mean, it, it was great to watch. So now we have a Super Bowl, Super Bowl 58. San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs, man. And for two weeks, we're going to talk about who do, who goes what and who should do what and where they should went wrong and how are we going to get this done and what's the future of these two teams and what's the future of the Detroit Lions, what's the future of Lamar and Jackson they're going to go back and forth and talk about all this stuff, man. And and you know, rightfully so. I mean, there was times during the, the the Ravens game that you could see um Lamar Jackson just slamming helmets down. He was he was very very frustrated. Very very frustrated. Um but god, what a what a what a, what a game. It was a great game, man. It was it was a great game. I'm I'm sorry. It was fun to watch. It really really was. Um and I know waking up this morning, you know, Dan, uh, Dan Campbell's not going to regret any of his fourth down calls, and he should. Don't don't he? You should. I made the call, and that's what I want. Stand on it. Stand on business, man. And he will. He'll definitely will. Um, but another news, man, uh, around the NFL, with, with with you know with us setting up the Super Bowl, there's still things going around the NFL that that's amazing to me. Bill Belichick doesn't have a job, and neither does Mike Vrabel. But people people are rumored that maybe. Maybe Andy Reid is going to, you know, retire and Bill Belichick slide in there. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if he does that or not. But Bill does have a job, and maybe Bill didn't didn't expect to get a job. Maybe, you know, I don't know. Maybe he just didn't want one. Who knows? Uh, but those two coaches do not have – you're going to find them either doing analyst work or, you know, TV work or something next season until they can get back into the NFL. Uh, the Browns are, are hiring the ex-Bills O.C. Dorsey as their OC which that's going to be amazing to watch especially being fired by the bills so we'll see how that goes um the bills named joe brady their OC just talking about the bills um so we'll see there's a lot there's a lot to I mean to peel back in the off season with these with this NFL there's a lot to peel back I mean there's a lot to talk about in the upcoming super bowl um it really is man I mean after watching yesterday, you you saw why Brock Purdy is the, is a 49ers franchise quarterback you saw it you saw, it. I mean, and Patrick Holmes' dominance over—I mean—you just saw how great these guys are, fall on the quarterback and fall on guys that can run the football. Man, it was—it was amazing to watch yesterday. It really was. Um, anything else I'm missing? I'm probably not missing much, man. That's probably the the, the extent of the NFL. I mean, again, you're gonna see it on, on on TV. You're gonna see it on radio. They're gonna talk about it for for weeks to come, man. They're gonna talk about it for weeks to come. So we'll we'll see, man. Um, I'm excited about the Super Bowl. Many people are not excited about the Super Bowl. They're not going to watch it. You're a liar. You're going to watch that football game. You you're, you're, you know, what else are you going to do? It's tradition. You, no way you miss a Super Bowl just because you don't like the two teams. There's no way. There's no way that you guys do that. Um, but it's going to be good football. I mean, to see Brock Purdy, he's at his peak, and so is, so is Patrick Mahomes. You're, you're going to want to see this this game, man. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't want to watch this? Why don't you want well, those two teams and Patrick Mahomes always in it? Yeah, well, that's called dominance, man. You guys were mad when Tom Brady was in it. But that's dominance. If you don't want him in it, beat him. If you don't want him in it, beat him. You have to, to be the best. You got to beat the best. It's an old saying. It's a cliche, but goddamn damn it, is it not true? It is the truth. If you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. And Patrick Mahomes keeps proving why he's one of the best. You don't want him in the Super Bowl? Beat him. Beat him. That's all you got to do beat them can't do it okay well if he can't do it he's got to keep going that's his job his job is to win Super Bowls and this kid's doing his job Brock Purdy I'm excited to see what you do in your first Super Bowl I'm excited to see what you do in your first Super Bowl man you know a lot of those guys on the team they already been there with when Garoppolo was at the helm um I think that was 2020 when they played the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. I believe the 49ers were beating the Chiefs that game I would have to look that up and, and come back and Tell you guys, but I believe they were beating those guys significantly. Significantly. Like, beating the crap out of those guys. And the Chiefs came back and won the Super Bowl. But just showing you why Patrick Mahomes is who he is. Just showing you who he is. Uh, so many more stuff to talk about, man. So many more different teams. I'm waiting for my guys to get back uh, and get to the bag. You can catch me here every Monday, man, with a new show um, that you can listen to. I I'm, I'm guarantee it's going to be every Monday. Um, I'm going to have a special guests throughout the week, too. I got a couple coaches I want to talk with here during the day. See what they want to say. I'm going to go live a couple times, man, so you can you can look forward to that. Um, see where we go live at. Uh, but again, man, it's been a great, great weekend. You guys have a great, great Monday. And if there's somebody that you haven't talked to in a very, 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 very long time, go ahead and give them a shout-out. Give them a call. Um, I'm pretty sure just, hey, what's up, or texting them let them know how you're doing. It goes a long way for people, man. It really does. So take, the, take, take care of that. Take care of family, man. Uh, if you're not in the gym, get in the gym. Take care of your health. Take care of mental health. Take care of uh, family. Take care of all that stuff, man. It, it's a lot, man. 2024, it's a, not been a rocky start, man. But, you know, it's already almost February, man. So go ahead and do your thing, man. If you want to reach out to me, ontheclock20gmail.com. I'm going to try to respond to all, all those emails, man. I'm going to try to get to you one at a time. I haven't seen anybody on there wants to jump on the show. But if you want to jump on the show, just let me know. ontheclock20gmail.com. Follow us on uh, Facebook, On The Clock Radio, or OTC Sports, man, for our Facebook page. I love you guys, man. Y'all be safe. It's cold in Tampa, man. It's going to be cold all week. Bundle up. I will holler at you. On the clock. 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 You've been listening to On the Clock Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show We know we had a blast Make sure to like, rate, and review the show And we'll be back soon But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook At On The Clock Radio Y'all be cool See you next time